Hello and welcome back to the podcast Discipleship in Challenging Times. My name is Peter Morden and I'm from Cornerstone Baptist Church in the wonderful city of Leeds. Continue on our journey through 1 Corinthians. We reach one of the great chapters on the future, 1 Corinthians 15 and great instruction about what is to come. We begin today by looking at the resurrection of Jesus, but this is to prefigure what this resurrection means for us in both the present and the future. So glorious stuff today. I've entitled this episode Solid Ground. Let's ask for God to be with us in prayer. Lord, we worship you, we praise you, we give you thanks. Thank you for the line of the great hymn, Thine be the glory, risen, conquering Son, endless is the victory, thou o'er death hast won. Lord, we praise you right at the beginning of our time for the resurrection, for the empty cross and the empty tomb. We praise you for the ascension of your son, the Lord Jesus, into heaven and that he's seated at your right hand, the place of honour and power and glory. And thank you that he is coming again one day. We worship him. We say again in our hearts, full of joy, yours be the glory, risen, conquering son. Your victory over death is endless. What wonderful thoughts these are. Lift our hearts, lift our spirits today and be with us as we look at your word. In Jesus' name, amen. So 1 Corinthians 15 and reading from verse 1 through to verse 11. Now, brothers and sisters, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, which you received and on which you have taken your stand. By this gospel you are saved if you hold firmly to the word I preached to you. Otherwise, you have believed in vain. For what I received, I passed on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day according to the Scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, that is Peter, and then to the Twelve. After that, he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers and sisters at the same time, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles, and last of all, he appeared to me also, as to one abnormally born. For I am the least of the apostles, and do not even deserve to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace to me was not without effect. No, I worked harder than all of them, 
yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. Whether then it is I or they, this is what we preach, and this is what you believed. Wonderful, wonderful words. And these verses really do take us to the essentials of the Christian faith. Namely, Christ's death for our sins and his bodily resurrection from the dead. The reference to the risen Jesus appearing to over 500 believers at one time has in and of itself convinced some doubters of the truth. And it's not hard to see why. Given that most of these people were still alive, as Paul was dictating, they could have been appealed to as witnesses, able to confirm or deny the resurrection. The apostle is clearly unafraid to point this out, for he knows what their answer will be. He knows that they will say, yes, it's true. We saw Jesus in the flesh. He is alive. He is risen. We are witnesses of this fact. Not just one people, not just a couple of people, not just the apostles, not just the apostle Paul, but 500 believers at one time. Surely our faith has a firm foundation. Jesus is truly risen from the dead. And so Paul reminds us of the solid ground upon which our faith stands and he urges us to take our stand on this ground. It's interesting that in verse 2, he also talks about holding firmly to these wonderful, timeless truths. We might imagine someone standing on a rock and seeing a wave about to break over it. They would need to hold on tightly to avoid being pulled off. There are many challenges to gospel truth which swirl around us today with some of these challenges even coming from within the church. We have to stand firm and there will be particular times when we have to hold on as well. The grace which strengthened Paul to maintain his clear and shining testimony will strengthen us to do this as well. The passion of Christ, his death and resurrection, constitutes the watershed moment of God's dealings with humanity, the fulcrum upon which the whole history of the cosmos turns. These verses in 1 Corinthians tell us that the Old Testament scriptures have been fulfilled and the great events, Christ's death and resurrection, have now happened. True. There is more to come, as the rest of 1 Corinthians 15 will show us, but the resurrection of Jesus has changed everything. What better encouragement is there to stand firm? We come to God in prayer now. And very simply, I'm going to pray for God's help and strength that we would both stand firm and, where it is necessary, hold on.
So, Lord, we thank you for our faith. Thank you that its foundations are set out here for us in these verses. And indeed, this is solid ground. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Lord, we take our stand on these things. We affirm our faith to you. We say, yes, Lord, we believe. We believe on the basis of the witnesses. We believe on the basis of Scripture. Yes, we believe because of our experience of you. Think of the old chorus. You ask me how I know he lives. He lives within my heart. Yes, Lord, we we thank you for that experience. We thank you for the living, walking, talking relationship that we have with you by the power of the Holy Spirit. But we thank you also that in the times when you don't feel so close, in the times when our feelings have gone absent without leave, Lord, there is a, a firm solid foundation for our faith, the objective truths, the truth of your words, the reality of the resurrection. Lord, these things are strong and sure however we feel, whatever our walk with you is like at the moment, however close you seem. Lord, these things are true. And so we thank you for the death and resurrection of your son, the Lord Jesus. And here we take our stand. Help us to hold on in the times when the breakers come over the rocks and threaten to sweep us away. Lord, we hold on tightly to these truths. So, Lord, we stand firm and we hold on. And we thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen.